this is Tommy. <laughs> and I'm Megan. This is my podcast. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> we got another episode for you. It's a little late. Sorry. It's a little late. You know, like we're a day behind, but it's I mean, okay. It's fine. No it's big fine. deal. Yeah, exactly. You, you want quality, right? And exactly. We had to really soak it in. <laughs> and this week it is Megan's pick. Show enough is. Show enough. So, you want to tell them what you picked? So this movie is not like what you would say classic horror, but I would say we don't even do that anyway. Like we just do spooky shit. Yeah, like, we just do what we want. Yeah, we definitely do what we want. <laughs> so this is more in the sci-fi realm of spooky. Yeah. And it is a true, well, based on a true story. Yes. Um, It's called Fire in the Sky. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. I was so excited um, when you picked it. Oh, my God. I know. Like, I've seen this movie a million times, but it never gets old. And obviously the fact that it's true story. Um, it is a highly underrated movie. Like, I don't. I don't feel like a lot of people know about it. No. Um, when I was telling people, like, what movie we were covering this week, they're like, what's that? And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> like, don't even talk to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> until you go watch it. And right now, actually, it's on Hulu and Paramount+. Plus. If you have either of those, you can go and watch it for free. Yeah. I remember um, you when one of your coworkers, um, your, one of your ex-coworkers used to really like it. And he was so surprised that you knew what it was, too. You're like, oh, my God, you know what that movie is? Like... Oh my gosh, I do not know who you're talking about. So you're gonna no, have to t- no you're gonna have to tell me later who Okay. <laughs> who it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember he was super excited that both you and I both knew what the movie was. Um, obviously. Like yeah. we're super cool. So don't <laughs> underestimate us. Boy. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. Um, so Fire in the Sky was released in 1993. Mm-hmm. and has a runtime of 110 minutes it's kind of a, a long one yeah i was surprised I, I i thought it was shorter from memory when i was watching Me too. It, but i'm like oh okay yeah. it kind of goes by fast though it did it did yeah yeah so um do you want to hit us with a summary sure i got you a summary it is the true story of five arizona loggers accused of committing a hoax or a murder after they report a crew member's mysterious disappearance and possible death. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of a fun fact in like the true version or like the actual accounts, there were six, like, I mean, seven total, including the guy who goes missing. So, um, Oh, seven loggers. Is that what you mean? Okay. Yeah. Seven loggers total. So like in this summary, it would have been six guys that were being accused of okay. whatever but um i mean honestly what did one more guy matter <laughs> like right. i don't know but they decided to to cut it down to cut the team down just um to make filming easier or make everything easier but i mean again there's just one guy so one more guy yeah i mean i'm gonna be completely honest i don't remember all of their names i just remember like the two main ones that were like the main friend yeah. and the other annoying one because they because he stood out yeah, I remember the hot ones. So we'll <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so this is the longest tagline I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Um, for five days a man was borrowed. 
The story that Travis Walton and five other witnesses told is so unbelievable, so unimaginable, that it has become the most famous case of UFO abduction ever recorded. That was their tagline? Yeah, like, I mean... That was longer than my summary. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, no! Like, I feel like um, Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries is reading that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They should have left it at for five days a man was borrowed that would have been eerie enough like i oh yeah that that is really super creepy yeah um so it was written by well it was it's based on travis walton's account so it's based on his book which is called the walton experience um and if you guys don't know travis the this movie slash book story is about Travis Walton. He's the one who was allegedly abducted by the UFO. Um, So based on his book, the Walton experience, and then um, revised for the screen by Tracy Torme. Torme. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It sounds super fancy. Yeah. And directed by Robert Lieberman. Good old Lieberman. Yeah. I don't know who he do, is. <laughs> do you have a budget for us? I do. So it had a budget of $15 million, And then the box office return was $19.8 million. So mm. not a great box no. office with the budget that high. But, you know. No. And, like, I was even reading, like, that they that movie just did not do as well as everyone thought it would. Yeah. Um. Because even at, um, what's it called, you know, when they watched the movie for the first time, the premiere. Like the premiere, yeah. Um, yeah, I think everybody thought that it was going to do really well, but it didn't. It didn't. And I just don't get it. I don't either. Because like, movie. A, it was good. And then the hype of the actors around that time. I mean, you have, I know you're going to get to the cast, but you had the cop from Terminator. You had the oh little boy God, from, you had the little boy from E.T. Come on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, James Garner from The Notebook. I mean, come on. Right, come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's just jump into. You that want to just right jump now. into the cast? Yeah. We're talking about it. So, All right, what you got? Um, so Travis Walton is played by DB Sweeney, who I do not know who he is. Uh-huh. The only thing that I read was that, um, somebody didn't want him. They didn't. Was it? I think that the director, and I'm really sorry if this is wrong, but I feel like Robert Lieberman did not want him to play the part. Um, But I think Paramount was like, he's playing it or you're not making the movie. Oh, make up your mind. Like, let's do this. Did he have somebody else in mind or? It didn't say. Okay. um, But he was the last person to be cast for the part. Like every, everything else was ready to roll. They were just, they were just waiting on someone to play Travis. Waiting to get that cleared. Huh. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, that's kind of like obviously a key character. Like, yeah, right. Uh, I think he did a good job. Yeah. He reminded me at first, I thought he kind of looked like Paul Rudd. Something about him, but he does. Ha- he really does. He's like a cross of Paul Rudd. And then I don't know if you know who Michael Rosenbaum is, but he played like Lex Luthor on the Smallville series. He no. looks like them kind of blended together. Well, let's do a side by side for Instagram. Okay. We'll do that. <laughs> I can definitely see the Paul Rudd thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so as you had mentioned, um, one of the characters, Mike, who is, um, plays Travis's best friend, future brother-in-law, and also, um, like the leader or the, 
you know, boss of the logging crew. Head logger. He, yeah, he's a head <laughs> logger. <laughs> he good. Um, he's played by Robert Patrick, which Tommy already told us um, is the bad bad cop bad terminator in terminator 2 judgment day he's so and cool he is very cool oh. and let's just talk about how hot he is I mean, we don't have to <laughs> but oh my god your I hot meter was like, like not on a high terminator. Right it was like i didn't like i didn't think he was hot in terminator maybe because like i imagined that he like had a robot wiener or like not a wiener <laughs> a at all wiener. <laughs> yeah like it like, just, just morphed like, to whatever <laughs> <laughs> or like a Barbie, like down, you know what I mean? There's just nothing there. So I didn't even think about it. But in this movie, mm. look out. Take your robot wiener elsewhere. But seriously. But uh-huh. man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving <laughs> on. Um character named Dallas, which that's like his last name, but everybody just calls him Dallas. Yeah. He's played by um Craig Shuffler. He's kind of He's like the bad, the bad boy of the group. The bad boy. Yeah. And he's the only other one I think that I remembered his name because quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. So he stood yeah. out as being a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys' name is David by and he's played by Peter Berg. Not sure. I think he's the guy with the glasses, like kind of the I feel like, like that guy. fits his name. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Like, hey David. Um, and then Greg is played by Henry Thomas, who this is his second alien movie because we know him as Elliot from E.T. Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised. I forgot that he was in it. So when it started and, you know, it was cl- uh, showing the names, I saw Henry Thomas and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, when was this made? Like, yeah, isn't he still just a child at this point. But I'm like. <laughs> Because it had only young. been like nine years, but he was he was definitely the younger one of the of the loggers. Yeah. yeah, like in the movie, I think he was supposed to be like seventeen or eighteen, and he like couldn't have been much older in the movie. He had to have been that close to that age. Yeah, yeah. Um, Holly want old phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Um, that was the office reference for the day. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bobby. Acting. Okay, bye. Bobby, um, who was another hot one, was played by Bradley Gregg. And then my personal favorite, Detective Frank Waters, was played oh by the amazing James Garner, who <laughs> has just been in everything. Like, I don't I don't know, like if if he's been in a lot of old stuff, um, old timey actor, but I feel like if you don't know who he is, if I say like he was in the notebook as like no as like the old man version of Noah, that's just, <laughs> that I mean everybody's seen the notebook, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's James Garner and he is a smoke show. So we'll just move on from that before I get crazy. <laughs> I yeah, Sorry, I could I'm go not into there to labor. Fan you down. We're we're remote again, guys. So yes, we are and yeah. like I could literally go into labor at any given moment. So we need to like, we need to calm it down. We need to calm here. down. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to, we don't, don't want to shake things up. You don't got climax playing in the background. No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but maybe Terminator too. Now that I, you know, can get past the robot. You can get wiener. past the robot wiener. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. So for fun facts, 
I already told you guys the one about uh-huh. how there's actually seven men in the logging crew. Um, oh, here's a good one. Author Anne Rice, who she's written a lot of stuff, but what I know her mainly for is like the um, is it the interview vampire? with the vampire? Yeah, yeah, like va- is it Vampire Chronicles? Chronicles, yeah, yeah. Um, interview with the vampire, Queen of the Damned, all of those um, mm-hmm. vampire books. She um told um the director that it was the scariest movie she had ever seen at that time. Wow, I yeah. mean, to be fair, it's messed up. Like, yeah, yeah like. It's not scary in the sense of like, you know, Michael Myers coming after you. It's more scary in the sense of like, I 100% believe that this happened and right. that's fucking terrifying. And yeah, to put yourself in a situation similar mm. to this would be. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, no, mm, no, 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 no. Um, and then the real Travis Walton does make a cameo Um in a part of this movie that we'll we'll jump into that when we get there okay you know i knew that before going into it but i completely forgot to even try to look for him i don't we know have to point out if you were able to see him were you able to see him knowing that yeah. or okay yeah. okay mm-hmm. um so we can take like a screenshot of that and put it on our instagram yeah. too yeah, but cool. um i did read that they're working on a remake of this movie or but so the they're saying that travis's book so his actual account of what uh-huh. happened is not super parallel to this movie okay um so are they gonna try to remake it and follow closer yes and okay. and what i read was that travis would be playing himself in the movie as well if okay that actually happens i don't know if like i don't know um what i was reading i don't know how old that was if it was something that just d- never came to fruition or whatever or if sure. it's actually something that's in the works but huh. I'm definitely going to read the book though now because I'm I very interested. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely read that. Yeah, for our book club that only includes you and me. I know, me and <laughs> me and Tommy, man. We had before we started our podcast, we had a book club. We did it for probably like a year. Yeah, yeah, and every month, just like the podcast, we would each pick a book, yep. uh, or you know, like pick a book, and then we'd each have to read the book. And it was pretty. It was pretty good, but it was like. It's more like labor intensive than just having to watch a movie. Like, right, it, exactly. It took up so much more time. It did, yeah. <laughs> That's why we kind of, when we decided to start the podcast, we kind of paused on book club. Yeah. Because, but... yeah, that was a lot to try to get together and research. and. <laughs> yeah, for real, it was. But there were some good ones that we read, some good horror books. Yeah, exactly. If we ever do another, like, recommendation episode, we can go over some of the books we read. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. We should definitely do that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Is there anything else that I want to cover before we dive in? I don't think so. Do you have anything? I mean, I can tell you the story that Dakota experienced. Ooh, a supernatural story. Supernatural Let's alien type story. I'm sure I've told you before, but um he would have been younger. I don't know exactly what age he was, but home alone for whatever reason. I think my mom had to, like, go... He wasn't, like, super young, but... To where he could be home alone, you know? Mm -hmm. And he heard this, like, boom sound, and it, like, shook the roof, if I'm remembering correctly. Is this with the birds? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, go on. This is terrifying. Yeah. So then he looked outside, and he saw this, like, tall, dark figure kind of, like, peeking around a tree in our Mm -hmm. yard. 
not it was it's actually like right on our yard line so it would have been in the neighbor's yard and then all the neighborhood dogs like started going crazy like they were all barking and you oh. know how crazy thor is thor barks at anything mm-hmm. he was the one who wasn't barking but he was oh. like on point like his hair was up on his back oh no and he was like prowling so then as he's checking on thor he goes to look back out the window and there are birds covering our yard. Oh my God. Just our yard. Like it follows like Just the property your line. They had a picture of it, I think, at some point because oh. it was on the security camera, but really creepy. That is horrifying. Yep. Yep. I'm sure oh. more to it and there might be other details that I'm missing, but I wonder yeah. if you can still find that picture. I'll have to try to find it. Yeah, you definitely should because that is I would have cried. Like if especially if I was home by myself. Oh my god, yeah. I would oh. now. <laughs> oh no. Nope, nope, yeah. nope. No. Don't like it. That's like a mix of Fire in the Sky and Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. And, <laughs> and you're not things. here for it. Yeah. And all things horrifying. And all things scary. Yep. I don't think I have any alien stories of no alien stories. No, I don't. No, I feel like I would know off the top of my head. Oh, another thing. Um, I don't know what episode it was, but it's been within like the last six months. Um, Travis Walton was on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, did so... you get to? Did you get a chance to listen to that? Hell or no? yes, I did. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm a Joe Rogan fan, so I I I I usually do, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah, I try to I try to keep up with I like he usually has a lot of really interesting guests on there. Yeah. Um, so I do follow that. So you guys should check that out. I think it's on Spotify. I think that's, okay. where, that's where you I'll can. have to listen to it. And um, his are like recorded like um, video recorded too. Oh, OK. So like if you watch it on your phone or wherever you're watching it, like you can actually watch the video like if you're able to and nice. if you're. Or you can just listen, whatever. Just do the pure audio version. Yeah. So, hey, Joe. What up? Hey, Joe. Sponsor us. Yeah. I know you don't do that, but whatever. <laughs> I'm <laughs> old enough to remember X Factor. What else? X Factor. <laughs> was it? Wait, is that what it was called? Fear Factor. Fear <laughs> I went with it. And old enough to have dementia. What yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Moving on. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to share the quote that i like so much because it's fitting for the movie and then we can dive in okay and it's the quote by arthur c clark and it is two possibilities exist either we are alone in the universe or we are not both are equally terrifying i would have to agree with that yes Mm -hmm. so no matter where you fall on where you believe we're screwed either way (laughs) yeah definitely yeah don't like it yep um, I would, I like, if I had to pick one, I would rather be alone. You think? Um, yeah. If the aliens are like what Travis Walton says that they are, fuck yes. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did let him go. Spoiler. But, um, uh, still. Yeah. No. 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 I'll pass. Hard, I'll pa- hard you, pass. <laughs> you don't want to experience that. Yes. No. Okay. Are we ready, folks? I think so. Okay. So. Um, this, the scene takes place in Arizona in 1975 in what they're calling the White Mountains. And 
I've never been to Arizona, but this is not what I picture Arizona to look like at all. Right? I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I would never <laughs> picture this setting to be Arizona. Yeah. Like, um, Mike walked into the room, like, as the movie was almost over when mm-hmm. they're, like, it was, like, in the hill scene, yeah. you know, he goes to the house. And he's like, where does this take place at? And I was like, Arizona. And he looked at me like I was. <laughs> like you had it wrong. Like, like that can't be I'm like, right. Well, I don't know if it was filmed in Arizona, but it's what. And I'm just like, just fucking forget it. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the movie opens up with a pickup truck driving frantically through a wooded area, forest, and then um, speeding like crazy. And then it stops at like a restaurant bar type thing yeah. at, at night. Um, and then the men who we learn are the, is the logging crew mm-hmm. all get out of the truck and they just look super somber and just something is wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And they go sit down inside. Um, yeah. Mike, the character, Mike, who is bad cop from T2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't hear the call, but we can presume that he is calling the cops. Um, yeah. Because the cops shortly arrive at the bar and we learn that they're talking about a missing person. Something yeah, I was going to say, when all this is happening, working. we don't know exactly what happened, but we do hear Mike just telling everyone, stick to the story. No matter how yeah. hard it gets, stick to the story. Yeah, so it's like, and even like him saying that, that's like almost a suspicious thing to say. It is, yeah. I'm like, well, why are you saying that? Like, if that's the story, just, it's the, just shut up. If it's the truth, just say the truth, you know? Like, right, exactly. Story, yeah. Yeah, the story. Yeah, not the story. Like, just right. let's say what happened. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, the detective has Mike, who um, I think I mentioned earlier, he's like the boss of this crew. Um, he wants to know all about the guy who's missing, who is Travis. Yeah. Um, and the events that kind of lead up to this disappearance. Like he wants to know what happened. This like was this a normal morning, a normal day, what what went on? What's going down? So then we flash back to that same day, but in the morning. Like they're not even at work yet. Yeah. Um, we wake up to morning and it's they're at Mike's house. And um, we learn that Mike and Travis are best friends and besties. they're besties. And <laughs> Travis is also dating Mike's sister. I could not figure out what her name was. I guess I could have looked it up, but was it Dana? I I don't know. Let's just call her Dana, even if Dana. that's not it. That sounds right. I think it is Dana. Dana, Dana Rogers, right? Yeah. I just kept thinking, like I kept hearing Dana and then I'm like, and then I was like, I got to make it a point to look that up later. To yeah, see. because I didn't. Kate, Katie, that's that's yeah, Mike's, the, Mike's wife. wife. Right? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Dana. Oh, and he's so cute. Like it shows Mike in his kitchen getting ready for work, and Katie, his wife. Um, and she's prego. So you know, hey Katie, <laughs> me too. Hey. And they have like another little girl who's eating, and he's rubbing her belly, and it's super cute. <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry guys, I'm really hormonal <laughs> right now. <laughs> this is a horror podcast. Fuck that. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, and then she Katie starts talking about like well, what the bill collectors are gonna start calling, they're gonna like take our house away. Yeah. And so it gets Mike really upset and 
he kind of like storms out of the house and starts working on his truck, whatever. And then <laughs> now that we're men, and then anything, damn it, SpongeBob. <laughs> and then it shows Travis on his motorcycle, like riding through town. And I think they really want you to understand that everybody knows everybody and that Travis is obviously like a well-liked guy in the yeah. community. Um, exactly. He's like riding his motorcycle. People are like, Hey Travis, you know, yeah, like, like a little carefree stroll. Yeah. Town. Like yeah. the little, the little girl at the bakery has donuts ready for him. And like, yeah, he rides his bike down the sidewalk and grabs the bag of donuts. And it's yeah, just like, even it's when like, that truck almost hits him, he's like, Travis, get it off the road. Like everyone yeah. knows him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like that dog that roams around town that everybody <laughs> gets treats to. Um, so anyway, Travis um, shows up, you know, at Mike's house and he has the donuts and he climbs up the roof into the window of his girlfriend, who's also Mike's sister, Dana. And you can tell they're super in love. Barf. <laughs> Barf. <laughs> Not really. I love it, but I'm just trying to be. I know. Because I'm. Yeah. Oh, I hate it so much. You're falling and, down the, the love spiral. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> he wants to get married and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, we fast forward to the whole logging crew, which is composed of six guys, is all in Mike's pickup truck and they're driving to the job site, which is in a national forest. Yeah. Um, in Arizona. So, yeah. In Arizona. <laughs> this is a really big job. And I know that Mike is like really stressed about it because I mean, if like they don't get it done on time or whatever, like he runs the risk of losing his house. Right. So you can yeah. tell he's kind of, there's a lot on his shoulders here for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so you can tell right away that there is definitely some tension between Travis and the Dallas character. And mm-hmm. Dallas is the one who's like kind of the drifter guy. Like you can tell he's just kind of like a hard ass. And yeah, exactly. The re- the rebel. Yeah, guy. he don't care. Yeah, bleh. like I don't know. He just has that <laughs> has that vibe to him um and they're fighting in the truck and it's made apparent like that these two just do not get along and this isn't just a one-time like little tiff that they're having they're always always pissing each other off yeah um and then when they're actually at their job site and they're all cutting down their trees with their chainsaws and doing everything um dallas cuts down a tree and it falls so close to travis like it could have landed on his head like and it could have hit him, yeah. Yeah, and then like after it fell, he's like, "Timber, like, <laughs> real okay, okay." And then there's like Thanks. this little scene where like Dallas like is holding his chainsaw that's running like really close to Travis's yeah. face, and it's, it's like, like all up in his face with it. Yeah, and it's like okay, and then like just the guys are constantly having to like be like, "You guys, knock it off," you know? Yeah. So that's obviously setting us up for like when travis goes missing you know like people yeah who done it people are gonna think it's dallas because yeah he clearly doesn't like travis yeah yeah um so the work day is done the crew is driving home um and they see what kind of looks like a forest fire in the distance like everything is just lit up in red like and they made a point to even point out that Dallas first. And they oh, like 
the detective or somebody asked him what it looked like and he was like <laughs> it looked like a fire and then it like yeah cut to yeah. The, what, you know we could see what was going on and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and um yeah just it was lighting up the whole sky like it almost looked like I mean, I don't know. It looked like fire in the sky, damn it. Okay. It did. Mm. <laughs> Wonder where they got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as they they get close and it seems to be moving. Like they said that like it seems like it's moving. It's not just staying in the same place, but um they get Yeah, because one of them even asked Wow, like something's going on with the signal. Yeah, because one of them even asked, like he thought it was like the sunset. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're but like, there's they're no like, way. Oh, that settled hours ago. You know, that would be behind us. And yeah. yeah. So that's when they think it truly might be a fire. But Right. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we need to turn around and go a different way because if it's no matter what it is, like we shouldn't be driving into it. But yeah, exactly. Says, this is the only road in and out. Like we have to keep going. Exactly. Um, And then as they approach this light, um, everybody... Um, well Travis mainly was like stop the truck stop the truck stop the truck yeah. freaking out you know and he gets yeah. out of the truck like well and then even ass. like the radio starts messing up when they get closer to it. it's like yeah the frequencies and stuff are coming in Oof, yeah. nope. right and then so he gets out and you can clearly see like it's a UFO of, yeah you know and um and everybody's like Travis get your ass back to the truck and he just keeps walking closer to it which really Travis really uh, why i get like, i get the curiosity of wanting to look but i'm gonna look while i'm in my vehicle driving away yeah and also like in which he probably wasn't thinking about and i'm diving way too deep into this but you're putting uh, those other people at risk too. everybody at risk yeah you yeah know like, what that is like you're if you're out there by yourself do whatever the fuck you want like it could have been it could have been a weapon it could have been a bomb any you don't know what it yeah, was but you were yeah. getting all up on it yeah, so I was just like screaming at him while I was watching. Did you notice it, it looked like, like it kind of? I thought it looked like it had veins. It looked gross. It did, like that gross, like ball thing. Yeah, because so you could see it. like the saucer part, but then there was like a dome under it too, and yeah, it looked like. Yeah, that was veins. really disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then like a really bright light is projected onto Travis, and as that happens, he gets like thrown back. Like it's almost like it shocks him, or like yeah, well, yeah, because like. His like chest like just like heaves upward and he's like Yeah and then yeah, then he gets just tossed back like Phew. Yeah, just flung back and it's like I mean he I wouldn't honestly at that point I wouldn't have been like he's dead, but he definitely got the wind knocked out of him at the yeah. very least. And they take off. They take off they they convince Mike that he's dead and they need to go. Like <laughs> I mean I I don't I don't know. This whole part just pisses me off. Like oh, yeah. I, like, why would you leave them? Like, even and that that really does make me want to read the book so much because what I want to know what really happened here. Yeah, like, like what his account of the yeah, like the story was. Yeah, yeah. That'd like be even if Mike was his is was his best friend and like they have like this family dynamic going on, I just can't imagine. Like, I feel like I wouldn't even have left a coworker right. alone, let alone like if it were like you, you know. Right. I, mean? I was just gonna say, if you got out of the truck and it flung you back, I'm not gonna leave you. I, even if, even if it was your dead body, I'm like, well, we can't leave that either. Like, right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Ugh. 
there's just yeah so so much wrong with this yeah i mean i'd be mad at you for getting out of the truck because that would be stupid but <laughs> right it, yeah exactly. but i wouldn't like, leave okay. you yeah it's your own fault that you're dead but fine let's, <laughs> let's get you to the funeral let's get buddy. you to, come on get yeah. in everyone wear your veils and be sad <laughs> Okay, can we talk about that real quick? Do you want to? Let's do I kind of do. Yeah, okay. we need, like, I feel like I need a breather. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I wanted Tommy, I don't know, like, on Facebook, <laughs> you know how you, there's, like, a, is it called a legacy account? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I realized I actually had already assigned this to you, like, years ago, so I don't know why whatever anyway so it's okay if I'm, i went if with I, it if i were if, so you already knew huh? i did but i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna let her have them um, yeah i'm already your person anyway <laughs> so like if i were to die like tommy is assigned my like facebook legacy account so he'll be able to manage my facebook account that i don't even use now as a living person <laughs> yeah. um but i told him that like at my like you know how people are always like oh I don't want they wouldn't want you to be sad they, they wouldn't want, want you to be sad Let's yeah they wouldn't want you to time. celebrate their life and like you know have a drink for them and like <laughs> celebrate and whatever no like and I I made sure that Tommy knows like I want a dress code at my funeral like no <laughs> everyone or a very dark color no jeans no flannels, no t-shirts, and they probably need to be screened at the door, like some sort of security question to know, like, how well does this person actually know me? Or are they just showing up, like, just, like, because? Like, are just they just... Because. Yeah, are they just coming for, like, the Are they treating after? it like the social event or... Yeah. Yeah, like, this isn't this isn't, like, hoping to, like, like be like a class reunion and like meet somebody there that you can hopefully hook up with later that's oh, not no. why we're here like I want not you to wear a veil and I want you to cry like for yeah. a long time she's here to tell you she wants you to be sad and you better look nice while you do it thank you like have some class people. Yeah. okay like this is this is my end of life celebration that okay so I'll, I'll and... pre-screen actually you know what you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna treat it like a wedding I'm gonna send out invites you have to be invited <laughs> Oh my god, that would be great. Can we do that? <laughs> we'll do I got gotcha. you. It would be a very small affair. <laughs> <laughs> and I also told my husband that because you know, again, like people are like, well, you know, they would want you to move on and they would want you to remarry and like be happy and move on with your life. And I told him that I would not want any of that for him. <laughs> like I would absolutely want him to mourn me every day for the rest of his life. Amazing. And if he ever did find somebody else, I would haunt the fuck out of him. <laughs> and yeah, that would just be it. So yeah, that would be it. <sighs> I am saying a lot of things and you guys are really getting to know who I really am. Hey, you know, <laughs> Maybe, maybe I'm pregnant. Maybe they'll all be invited to your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you dress nice and mourn her properly. Yeah, seriously. That's important to me, you guys. Like, <laughs> so, anyway, you will be that's screened great. at the door. Just Yeah, that. you will be screened at the door. So don't show up without an invite. <sighs> anyway, now we can get back to... Yeah to travis so they they yeah, leave him so and then like they, how far do they get down the road a couple of miles oh yeah not yeah it didn't seem like too far but no, not far um and then mike is like wait a minute we can't leave him like if you guys don't want to go back then just get out and i'll pick you back up like just stay right. on the road and i'll pick you up and <laughs> every single one of them gets out like i thought maybe 
David at the <laughs> <Yeah>. least. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what's Sweet the David. better option? Like, I feel like I would have just stayed in the car. Like, at least we're still in the car. Like, right. If I'm yeah. walking, I can only go so fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would have stayed in the car. Yeah, I would have felt safer um, in the car, even if it's going towards that. <laughs> yeah, just crazy. Um, so Mike goes back to the UFO, but we don't see what happens in, uh-uh. in the movie. Um, it just goes back to like present time when they're at the bar restaurant with um, the detective. And Mike's explaining that when he got back to the woods and the scene, there was nothing there. Travis was gone. The UFO was gone. And obviously the cops are like, okay, like this is Uh a huge hunk of bullshit. Convenient. Yeah. Yeah. um, And they do say that it's too dark to search for Travis tonight. So they're going to like do, you know, a full search party in the morning with helicopters and um, planes and ATVs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the detective does say that he believes they are definitely dealing with a murder and he does expect to find Travis in the morning, but probably not in one piece. Mm-hmm. That's so messed up. I know. Um, and then, so Mike goes home and his sister and his wife are sitting on the couch, like consoling each other because it's all over the news. Yeah. And Dana, bless her soul. She's just like, where's Mike? You know, like where <laughs> do you leave? You left him there. Like, you left him. It, yeah, well, you don't even know the half of it, honey. He really left him. <laughs> he left us. He left us. <laughs> he just left us. He left us. <laughs> oh yeah. Jurassic Park. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. And. Oh, where was I? So then um, he just got home and he's like explaining what happened. And then is oh, that yeah. when the next day the they do find bones, right? Yeah. Like, so they're digging and like, it's kind of like suspenseful. What are they going to find? Because they have the cadaver dogs out there. Yeah, yeah. Little baby angels. <laughs> and they, the dogs find some bones, but it's like animal bones. Like they say, like a hunter buried his dog or something. Okay. I didn't catch what he said he buried. I know he said a hunter buried something like is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then Mike's wife, like we kind of start to see what a snatch she is because right? yeah, she I was just like kind of horrified at this scene because he's home and she's like really cold to him and she's yeah. like, Well, you you don't know what people are saying about you in town. And he's like, why do you care? Like, I don't care what they're saying. Like I'm telling the truth and whatever. And then he basically just flat out is like, do you believe me? And Uh she doesn't say no, but she doesn't say anything. And like, obviously she's saying like, no, I don't believe you. Yeah. I was like, Kate, what really? Okay. um, Like it's for better or for worse, bitch. Yeah, exactly. It's one thing to have the whole town against you. But when your own family doesn't believe in you or stand by your side, well, yeah, like who's he supposed to go to? Shout out to my husband, Mike. Um, if you if this ever happens to you, like, and you're getting pinned like for murder, I will totally believe you. Just right, FYI, exactly. <laughs> for Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have totally. Mike's back too. Like, yeah, no, he didn't do yeah. that. 
<laughs> yeah and like that's the thing like these people know him and like you know they always say well you think you know somebody blah 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 but no, no. he didn't do it no <sighs> yeah so anyway so poor mikey gets his shit and goes and checks into a motor well which i think was for a couple of different reasons he probably didn't want like all of that negative negativity like in the house with his kid with the little right. girls and exactly. um and also his wife was being a snatch and then like <laughs> all of the reporters and stuff that are, are going to start coming around he probably just wanted to spare his family all doing of that. it for his family yeah exactly yeah <laughs> is that a murderer no 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 <laughs> so um yeah so poor mikey checks into the motel um he wakes up and goes outside and there's news reporters trying to question him um but he he's pretty much just refusing to talk to them yeah um so all of the loggers meet at like a diner for breakfast downtown and the cops show up and tell the guys that they would like them to take a lie detector test that they absolutely do not have to but it would really help their cause if they did mm-hmm. sure um Mike says that they're going to have to think about it. Um, Dallas is the one who is kind of leery to do it, which I totally get his reasoning to. Oh, yeah. I because... took note if Morbid or any other true crime podcast has taught me anything. Yeah. It's to not take a lie detector test. No, like. Because they're not reliable. Innocent. Like, I don't they're think not. they're ever used to free anybody, but always used to convict exactly like that's the thing like the, these guys well, well we'll get to that but yeah like what dallas says is true he's like if we if we pass it really doesn't mean anything but if we fail then we're guilty yes like, exactly and that's 100 percent true yeah totally and, and i know like i'm i'm just a nervous person in general when it comes to like pressured situations like uh-huh. they could probably be like is your name Tommy? And he'd be like, huh, um, yeah. Or, no. I don't know. Like, and, uh, well, Thomas. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Thomas is my name. But <laughs> yeah, the doctor said I was supposed to be a boy when I was. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm what, the second, what, not junior. Does that count? I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you would be so tensed up in yeah. that kind of a high pressure situation that your nerves are obviously. Yeah, not going to just calm down when you're being asked a, like a basic question. Exactly. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Don't nope. do it. Don't do it, people. Fuck no. And I get it. Like it might look bad. Like you have something to hide, but no, mm-hmm. because that's no. not. No. 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 You're not gonna twist so. it around. Yeah. So um, here's the part where there's like a town meeting at the local church, which is kind of weird like i don't yeah i mean i guess it was the 70s i don't know small town but like the whole town is there in the church and but it's all about travis and like the stuff surrounding that and the all the townspeople basically are all saying that they think the guys are lying and that there's more to the story and they know where travis is yeah um like are we safe and yeah yeah and then mike is in the back and I don't think a lot of people realized he was there and he was a he was a badass yeah calling people out like he was individually yeah calling people out and like saying like, like hey Craig, I went to school with you or, yeah you know yeah. me 
and I did this for you and our girls and blah, blah, blah. And like, just, you know, whatever, like knowing like what a good guy he is. And, and then it was so cute how it, like at the end of his little spiel, he was like, I miss Travis. Like I want Travis back. Like he's my best friend. Like I miss him more than anybody. Like Mm -hmm. I want to find him like, and like, this is the only truth that I have. Like, exactly. so you're not going to get another story because this is all there is. Because this is it. And if you have something to say, say it to, say my, it friend to my friend right face. now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. Um, <laughs> was that so, like, did you have to fan yourself down at that scene? Kind, oh, my God. Yes. I was. <laughs> so um, then um, he also does say that they're going to take that damn test. Yeah. Prove them all wrong. Yeah. So, and they do take the test and supposedly like some pro lie detector, the best the comes best. down you from Phoenix. Yeah. And they're like, well, how do we know like what you do or whatever? Well, son, you're just going to have to trust me. <laughs> like, whatever. Right. It's like, okay. It's my going to be fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, but they do. Um, so they all do the lie detector test, but then they're like well one of the test results was like inconclusive mm-hmm. so everybody has to come retest yeah that makes no sense me? right um, why does everybody gotta come back like yeah no and we obviously know it was dallas because right the questions like even how he was answering them it wasn't like a guilty thing like either no. like it was like um it was like you and Travis, you know, had some discrepancies. Is true, you know, like yeah, and he's yeah. Like, but you outwardly did not like Travis. Is that true? And then he's like, yes, and no, right? Like you know, because obviously, like he didn't like Travis, but I think like deep down, like he really, you know, right? Kind of like that. I don't know. Like he, he wouldn't want, want anything bad him, to happen. Yeah, to him. even though he didn't yell timber, he didn't want to murder him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um the after the guys leave and they say like they're not coming back in the morning like they did what they asked them to do then we hear the lie detector um analysts say to the police officers that all of the guys passed with flying colors except for dallas but his wasn't necessarily a fail it was just all over the place and it was not readable right exactly Um, and then the cops like well what are you saying he's like i'm saying for the guys that i can read they are definitely telling the truth. No question about it. Right. So, um, but do you think that matters? No, 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 of course not. Um, so, uh, back at Mike's actual house, not at the motel, he's there on the couch snuggling with his daughters and it's pretty late at night and the phone is ringing and the Katie says that she keeps getting prank calls. Yeah. Um, And so she, answers the phone and she's like stop calling here and then it happens again and mike gets up and gets it mm-hmm. and it's like you have a collect call from travis walton and he's like what and then like travis is on the other line yeah clearly he like, accepts it yeah yeah and he's like help me mike help me and then yeah and his voice is just all raspy and Ugh. yeah and then um i think it's mike travis's brother the dave's guy and the girlfriend dana all mm-hmm. hop in the pickup truck and they drive to wh- whatever location Travis. I think he just said like that he was in a payphone at a gas station 
somewhat. yeah and like a town like a different town it's not yeah. like it would have been like the next town over or something like that you know yeah but he didn't know exactly where he was yeah so they didn't know exactly where they were going and it was raining yeah. and kind of a hot mess um, and they all like everybody else thought it was uh like a prank call too because you know there's like i i've been through here there's not a phone booth at this one you know there's right there's nothing there like he's like it was travis i heard yeah. his voice it was travis um so they um katie ends up spotting him yeah my anxiety was an at a high Ice level machine. during this oh my gosh i know yeah um he's curled up naked getting rained on he's obviously cold he's like huddled up next to like a big ice like a big ice machine you yeah know, exactly like, like the big, freezer yeah yeah the freezers um and then like mike and katie run up to him and like try to embrace him and he just starts screaming, screaming. like that high yeah. pitch just like howl of yeah you know like not pain but just terror terror like, yeah just, exactly oh that would have i mean it would have been so scary going to look for him like mm-hmm. obviously happy to see him alive you know but still terrified of the city where have you been like what's happened like yeah um they show him travis drinking like he's got like a sheet or like a coat wrapped around him or something yeah and they show him drinking from a water fountain outside of that gas mm-hmm. station he's just chugging the water like he hasn't had it yeah and he's and he looks for really five pale. days yeah he looks bad he's got all these weird bruisings <clears throat> on his face yeah um so those like ufo guys who came mm-hmm. who i didn't get that who called them um mike did because earlier in the movie um when he was leaving i think it was right after like one of the reporters approached him they like showed up and gave him a card you know like we believe you we you know if you need help or whatever <laughs> down the line they gave him a card oh okay but so those but they don't guys... seem interested in really helping him they were no. kind of exploiting him and trying to get answers yeah. for themselves totally and it was just like obviously like not not good like they're questioning like holding a microphone in travis's face and asking yeah. like what they saw and like you know if he was in outer space and all this stuff and it's like dude like the yeah. guy doesn't even have any clothes on like leave him exactly alone. taking a picture of him and yeah, yeah. putting all and that in his face like we and then we st- do start getting like small flashbacks yeah of like the aliens i wonder that- if that's part's true i wonder if they called like people like that and right if they have like a picture of him like mm-hmm. just being found or anything yeah right yeah that would be that would be cool to see crazy um so they get him to the hospital, you know, um, and they say, like, later on that he did not have any food or water for that entire five days. Yeah. Like, they were able to figure that out. Like, how can you live without water? Like, you can't live without water for, what, like, even a day, can you? Um, I forget. I think it's a day, right? Like, unless you're Bear girls and drink your own piss. But even then, like, you're drinking something. Like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, More exactly. on that. Are you are you Googling three days? It? Three days. Three days you can live without water. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Quick wow. little Google Google search. The body needs a lot of water to carry out many essential functions. A person can survive without water for about three days. Mm, yeah. I can't. I'm just telling you <laughs> that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that person. Uh-huh. Um, so he he does go in 
they, you know, take him to the hospital. And as like, he's being wheeled down the hallway of the actual hospital, he's having flashbacks of being wheeled down like a hallway in the UFO. Yeah. And like the aliens like that are like about to operate on him or experiment on him or whatever. Oh, <gasps> they're so creepy. Oh, I can't. They they're like, like flesh tone babies. Like, like oh, so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, later that evening, Mike sneaks in to the hospital outside of visiting hours just to tell him, you know, what's been going on and everyone's been looking for him and people thought that he was murdered and all that um and travis is like almost looking like he's catatonic he's not even looking at mike or acknowledging that he can hear what he what he's saying yeah um but then mike brings up like saying that he's sorry for leaving him and like did travis was travis aware that he left him because i feel like at that moment travis like looked over and he's like you fucking left me like that's why this happened Probably not because when he got like pushed back, he was knocked out. So he didn't really see what happened yeah. after that. Yeah. He probably didn't wake up until he was in that like cocoon thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like he looked, looked over and was like, you left me. You, you left me? <laughs> yeah. And like he starts to get really upset. And Mike's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. Yeah. Like if you would have stayed in the truck, this would not have happened. And oh, so then it's kind it's of true. like so true. Like very true. Yeah, like he shouldn't like you guys are both in the wrong, like, um, let's just call it a wash boys because yeah, like <laughs> exactly everybody was wrong. Um Travis gets to go home, not sure how, you know, how many days later. I'm sure he had to like be in therapy and like get, you know, get right <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Um, but he gets here's like what's crazy to me. They take him home. Oh, well, wait, before that happens. <laughs> like her katie must need to stop to get groceries or something okay. and leaves travis out in the car and those cute little boys like knock on oh. travis's car window and they ask him for his autograph yes. right like yeah. they have a newspaper and they're like travis can we have your autograph you're famous <laughs> and he does he does sign it for them yeah, then, like, you've been to space. Yeah, you've been to space. And he's like <laughs> looking at the newspaper because he's like still doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And um, and then that detective comes up and he's like, hmm, you enjoying all the publicity? Like he, he thinks this whole thing was like a hoax. A like, hoax, yeah. Yeah, for them to like get famous and make money or something. Yeah. I mean, that seems pretty elaborate for for what but... ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like that just is insane. <laughs> Um, so like when they get back home, there's this whole part, like surprise, welcome home party for Travis. There's like 50 fucking people in that house. That seems Are, very overwhelming. Yes, like he obviously has just suffered a very traumatic event and is going into like these flashback scenarios and stuff. Yeah. Why are you trying to do this to him? Exactly. And he's obviously not happy about it because he's hiding like under a table. Like, is this when he gets uh, more flashbacks in, like the more intense ones? Yeah. So he, Katie's looking for him because everybody's just getting food and socializing. And then she's like, wait a minute, where's Travis? And she goes into the kitchen and finds him hiding under a table. <laughs> like, and... That's so sad. It's happening. And then, like, 
a bottle of syrup that's on the table above him spills and the syrup leaks out and falls like onto his face and into his mouth. And then that's like his eyes kind of roll back into his head. And that's when he goes into like what I would say is just like the most intense flashback that we see in the movie. Oh my God. I know. So do you think something that he experienced there tastes like syrup or was it just like that consistency that texture that i, I threw him think back. it was the consistency um, okay because you remember... i don't think it, i don't it, none of it looked pleasant so i can't imagine it tasted like syrup no i want to <laughs> say it was just something like being in his mouth like that was thick like oh we're so disgusting that's bad <laughs> <laughs> um so um, when he's in his flashback, um, he wakes up and he's in the UFO, obviously, in some type of, like, cocoon, like, and it's just, like, a dark, but he's, like, covered in goo, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't absorbed know. in it, Ugh. nasty, yeah, um, and then he, like, is able to, it looks like very, like, latexy. And he's able to, like, push his hand out and, like, kind of poke a hole in it, you know. Yeah. And then the whole thing opens up. And there's no gravity, um, which, but there's oxygen in there. Uh, so, like, the aliens need yeah. oxygen, too? Question mark? Right. Yeah, I so, I was yeah. kind of confused about that, but whatever. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And so he's having a really hard time, like, stabilizing himself, like, because there's no oxygen and he's, like, holding on to this weird little tether thing. Yeah. And then he kind of gets thrown into this other cocoon because there's, like, a million of them in this little thing that he's in. And it's, like, a gross, like, decomposing human. Oh, yeah, that was so gross. Oh, so nasty. He's, like, just trying to back out of it, like... Oh, it was so gross. It was. Um, so after he kind of like gets to a place where he can he can walk, actually. Yeah. So that um gravity yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um an alien approaches Travis and Travis like panics and like face kicks it. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, but the aliens are so scary looking, you guys. Was this okay? I think did that happen before when we saw like the alien suits? Yeah, like he was looking. They're, they're like those. I don't know. It looked like, like a gimp suit. <laughs> like, why do the aliens it, have gimp suits? It really did. And <laughs> so and at weird. first, I thought they were like aliens themselves. Yeah, but yeah. Then, like, we see like it is just a suit. A suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the real alien is like behind Travis. Yeah. Exactly. The face kick, and they're like. Like that flesh tone. Like they uh-huh. kind of look like your hairless cats that you like, like that color. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. What are those yeah. called? The Sphinx cats. Oh. Although I want a black one. Okay. I guess that's uh-huh. a little better. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, uh, so they're like that flesh tone. They have these big, gross heads and like they're all wrinkly face. Like they look like a 120 year old man but yeah. like yeah Fentile, if that makes sense yeah it's it's weird they're uh, creepy they're it's terrifying so gross and they don't have noses no 
there's no nostrils or anything. They just have yeah, these yeah, like, they little beady eyes. They don't even got the Voldemort nose. It's just nothing. <laughs> don't you cannot talk about Voldemort right now? And I'm so close to labor, and you <laughs> cannot talk about Ralph Fiennes. Okay. Oh, it's gonna get you going. <sighs> you know what he does to me. So just Ooh. stop it right there. Uh, oh, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna derail. <sighs> Talking about Voldemort. Okay, too and late. I haven't even I got to. Even... I haven't even got to talk to you about going to see the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, my God. We won't dive into it on the podcast, but whatever. Did you see Ralph? Well, not Ralph wasn't there, but. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, I can't even. I have to get back into my. Yeah. Oh, where okay. Was I? Aliens got Travis. Oh, aliens have <laughs> Travis. Right. Oh, <laughs> I can't take it. Uh, um, so, okay. So... so then is this when they start to put like another weird cocoon thing on him like that yes late do you take that as did that hurt or was he just freaking out i don't uh, think it hurt it didn't okay. look like it hurt well because he was screaming so i was like do you think it's hurt or is, is he's just panicking like i think like it to me i took it more like a panic because it was very confining yeah you know oh, like yeah definitely him. like you could see <clears throat> everything yeah. on his body you know because it was so tight and like vacuum sealed but Yep, you could see that dick. Oh my god! Um, you know they were dragging like when before they got on the table, before they got him on the table, and they were dragging him down the hallway. Did yeah. you notice like all the human items? That oh, were, I didn't even pay attention. Like, uh-uh. There were like a pair of reading glasses that were broken. Oh, there were some I was shoes. Taking notes. Oh, why were you taking notes? I had to take some so that way I knew like where we're at. What? I don't take notes for your movies. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hormonal. Okay. Um, there were shoes, like just a lot of. So then it made you be like, okay, there was the dead guy in the other cocoon, and like how many of those other ones were filled with dead humans? Yeah, and like all of that humany stuff. So <laughs> like, is this is this what they do? They just pick us up and experiment on us. Uh-huh. So they have him. Um, like Tommy said, they like have him wrapped in this, like. I don't even know. Like stuff. Like it looked like it, was it also looked like latex. Flesh tone latex. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. And then they all they did was cut out a hole for his eyeball and a hole so that he could breathe for yep. his mouth. Well, I well, didn't think it was for him to they, breathe. Like, put something down his throat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when they like shove a handful of that gross, like syrup colored, but yeah. like the consistency of like marmalade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they like shove that in his mouth, Ugh. and then put some medieval torture devices. Like it looked, it just looked awful. That, like thing like, on oh, his eye. Yeah. Oh my god, to that hold was... his eyeball open. Ooh. And then you just see like a needle coming towards his eyeball, and and he's yeah. screaming, and that part is just very. It was intense. uncomfortable. It was like really hard to watch, actually. Yeah, it's Ooh, very no. scary um so travis thank god wakes up before we see any eyeball (laughs) issues um he wakes up and his doctor like i don't know if it's his psychiatrist or whatever is at his house yeah um and the detective is there while all this is going down and he's still like shaking his head like he doesn't believe any of this he thinks that travis is just like making it all up put on the show yeah it's ridiculous um and then after that we kind of jump ahead a couple of years 
Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to Travis and he looks great. He looks healthy. Him and um, Dana are married. They have, <laughs> they have kids. Um, and he's headed out for the day, presumably. <gasps> Hi, Thor. Oh, you can hear Thor, huh? Hi, Pumpkin. Um, he's headed out to work and he turns around. He like sees like a billboard and it makes him think of Mike. And he turns around and drives like into the mountains there's like a cabin like yeah. really secluded and mike looks like a mountain man now like he was pretty clean cut before yeah i mean the at least compared to and... yeah, yeah he looks like um he looks like forrest gump like went after forrest like runs when he was running america like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cheddar refer to Forrest Gump, didn't you? I love Forrest Gump. No, I don't. Like, well, how? I don't know how you don't like Forrest Gump. It's oh, like, trust me, they give me so much crap about it here too, because they all love it. Dakota loves it, but I, you I know, don't like it. You know that thing? No, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm going to surprise you. Just okay. Forget that I didn't. Yeah, just yep, I didn't say. No, nope, nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> um. Okay, so anyway, um, and then we learn that Travis and Mike have not spoken since all that went down. That's like crazy, yeah. I know. Like Mike has, or Mike's kids are, you know, two years older. Travis has kids of his own that yeah. are that are his nephews and nieces or whatever, and he's never seen them. And he hasn't seen them, yeah. No, um, he, I think he just feels like so guilty about everything is my right. guess, you know? Um, and then Mike's like, let's go for, or Travis is like, let's go for a ride. Yeah. And they get in his car and they drive to the spot where Travis was abducted. Yeah. And he's like, why did you bring me here? Yeah. And Travis just basically told him that he wanted him to know, he wanted Mike to know that like he doesn't blame him for anything and like it's his own fault for getting out of the truck yeah um and that if mike is carrying around this guilt he really just needs to forgive himself because yeah he travis like has no hard feelings and he just wants him to move on you know right and then um i think mike asked him like if he's worried that like they're gonna come back oh yeah yeah he's like aren't you worried (laughs) yeah like are you worried being karen travis laughs and he's like no they're not gonna come back they didn't he's like i don't think they like me very much yeah they just like they just like laugh and carry on (laughs) can was there any um i just doesn't even say yeah that's what mike mike is like let's get out of here before they come back (laughs) and yeah 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 was there um and that's the end of the movie yeah that's it was there any um you know how sometimes there's like some writing afterwards, like some facts about things. I yeah. turned it off like immediately. And then after I turned it off, I was like, oh shit. I wonder if there was anything. There might have been something right away, but I I didn't catch it. Like it was quick. It wasn't enough to for me to like take note of it. Yeah. Like if it was. I feel like if anything, like it probably was something that we already stated in like fun facts or right whatever um but i am definitely gonna read the book i love oh yeah i love alien stories but they're also like what my nightmares are made out of so (laughs) um yeah 
So what do you think of it? I, I I like this movie. Well, I mean, yeah, you've seen it before. Yeah, exactly. I've seen it before. I, I enjoyed it. I forgot. I must have been like quite a bit younger the last time I watched it. Because I forgot that how much time they spent on like the loggers on Mike and stuff and his story and, you know, him yeah. facing the pressure of, you know, being accused of murdering him and all that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I liked that. I think I appreciated that more this time around. Yeah. That it um, wasn't all just alien, you know. And honestly, like <clears throat> looking back, I'm glad that there was only like small portions of the alien flashback parts because that shit was not pleasant to watch yeah oh no that was rough yeah like it was almost crossing the line for me i didn't want to see any more of that (laughs) yeah no (laughs) but i am interested to read his account of it and like how he describes it you know like definitely firsthand yeah i want to know how much they changed it for the movie and if they did why like why would you change it Hey, maybe we can read that, and that can be like a Patreon episode or something. Yeah, we can go over that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Do you want um, me to give you a rating on it? Rate me. <laughs> <laughs> rate me. I think I'm gonna land at a seven. Yeah, that's good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I like it, and like I said, I I had good memories of it from when I was younger. Really liking mm-hmm. it. Still enjoyed it this time around, and. It's not one that I'll want to watch over and over a lot, but I know I definitely will watch it again in the future. I think I'm going to give it a seven too. And yeah. Pretty much just have that same, that same feel. Like it's just one of those movies that, I mean, obviously we've both seen it multiple times already, Yeah. you know, and um, I'll probably watch it once every couple of years or yeah, whatever. I love the cover too, by the way, like that shot, oh, yeah. the, the rays shooting yeah. down and getting it. Yeah. It's a cool Um, poster i think it would be still be a good movie or whatever if it wasn't a true story but it definitely wouldn't have my attention the way yeah the way it did yeah yeah because it's just (sighs) so scary so scary i like did you see and um i was going through imdb just a little bit ago looking at like the trivia Uh and one of them was not one alien has come forward to claim their version of the events. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Um, let's not let's not test them though. Guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no you do you. That. No, no pressure. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of, the, they said I was crazy because I watched it with my family mm-hmm. towards the beginning of the movie. I'd say like within the first half hour, I could hear like it was like a high pitch squeal and usually Dakota's on the same level with me like usually he can hear that stuff uh-huh he couldn't hear it he was like oh oh they're trying to contact you I'm like shut shut you need to shut up right now <laughs> I didn't hear anything there was no high pitch on your end either of the audio no and I'm pretty sure Martha watched it with me and she didn't like perk up or anything it was like it was it was very obvious hmm well, uh, yeah, obviously, if nobody else was watching. Yeah, nobody else. No, it, it was, was super very obvious. obvious. Well, it was very obvious in my head. <laughs> in your head. Okay. In my head. Oh. Uh. Um, do you have any Funko aliens? You know, I do have aliens. There are none made for fire in the sky, which is, I know that's why you worded it that way. But yes, I do have alien Funkos. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll have to get a get a gander at those. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. And then some will be for future movies, I'm sure. But yeah. would would we survive if we were Travis? I think 
we would survive, or I think you would survive at least, because it would have gone down differently from the beginning. You would not have gotten out of the truck. True. We would have kept going. Yeah, that's that's true. We we wouldn't have even have been in the situation. Exactly. There's no so, way yeah, in hell either of us would have gotten out of that truck. Yeah, I was gonna say you're. I'm assuming you're gonna say the same for me. We're not getting out yeah. of the truck. We're gonna no. speed forward. So good. So I don't even have to visualize either of us on that creepy table with the marmalade in my mouth and exactly and if you did get out i wouldn't leave you either so there's that yes like yeah good not 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 blaming anybody no you do you but (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so let's see i don't know we're obviously going to keep recording even after i pop this baby out but the next time you guys hear from us we might have a baby it's very possible it definitely is. So it's very possible. <laughs> totally. So I can't watch any Harry Potter or no Harry Potter, like, no climax, no uh Yeah, just nothing with Ralph Fiennes in it <laughs> or Christopher Walken. Like I I can't. It would just send you oh, over. Huh? Gotta calm it down. What about the old guy from Notebook? None of that either, right? Um, like I can watch the notebook because he's old <laughs> like he's really old in that movie, but <laughs> But none of his old stuff. Yeah, well, I'll post a picture of, like, one of his, <laughs> like, back in his smoke show days. Smoke show days. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm very curious to hear if anybody else has had any weird alien encounters or yeah. if you believe or not. So yeah. you should follow us on Instagram. Send us a DM on there at yeah. Amityville Amigos. And email us your alien stories and... Um, whatever movies you want to hear next and if um, 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 what's your favorite alien movie <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite alien movie <laughs> at Amityville Amigos at hotmail.com <laughs> do it do it do it send us messages <laughs> <laughs> this is Tommy <laughs> This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Okay. <laughs> we're spiraling. We're we're spiraling. Next week we're gonna pick a new movie, current movie. Yes. I think. Ooh. Unless unless things change, but I think we're gonna go with current. We're gonna do something different. We've been giving you some oldies. Yes, and this one's like brand brand new. Brand new. I, I mean, actually I have not even watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm, I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow. It's been on my list to watch for quite a while, ever mm-hmm. since I saw the trailer. So I'm very excited to watch it. Yep. Yep. Same. All right. We'll okay. see you guys next week. Hopefully on time. Unless, you know, Baby Stoffer mm-hmm. decides to push us back some. But we'll still, we'll get, we'll no, get we to should, you. We should be good. We should we'll be get good. We'll get to it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> okay. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.